Happy Tuesday. My name is Alan. My name is Nick. And welcome into the dungeon. We find ourselves deep in the Neverwinter Wood, where shrew shrubberies have just seen off a hag as they make their way over to the Circle of Thunder. When we last left our heroes, they'd travelled a few miles beyond the cabin, and to their surprise, the Stone of Sending has started vibrating with a familiar voice that they hadn't heard in some time now. Murkub, the orc, had made contact. All right, shrew, you said you had a couple of minutes to talk. We've got to be quick. Yes, yes, go on, go on. Well, I don't know where about you are, but uh, there's some updates we need to give you. Hmm. Well, for a start, some clerics being brought over here from a lighthouse on the Sword Coast where Moesco is bringing down ships. Is she dead or alive? No, no, the, the anchorites are keeping her in the Circle of Thunder. They plan to offer her to Gothak. When? There's a large storm expected day after tomorrow. But uh, if push comes to shove... These anchorites can summon thunder themselves. Mm-hmm. There was also an attack on Thandalin. Really? Yeah, they were searching for you, Shrew. Did they ransack the place? Have they destroyed Thandalin? Well, they took a bit of a beating. Mm-hmm. I assume they've taken some lives, but not as many came back as set off. But the the orc numbers are, are waning here, Shrew. The half-orc? Well, orc and half-orc. Why so? Apart from that raid on Thandalin, you must have seen the flames a few days ago. Yes, yes. Well, following that, there's been some incursions to the north of the woods from Neverwinter. Rumor has it they found that Westerboy locked up in a cabin. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about someone like who's by the name of Falcon? Oh, the hunter. Yes, yes. No, his lodge was burned down. What was he? Was he found in it? There's been no trace of him. Hmm. Well, I haven't gone long, True. Uh, I just needed to tell you that I've got about five orcs with me. Oh, that's great. But we have got to, we've got to be careful. If we are spotted, we'll be done for. No, no, no. Please don't get spotted. Try your hardest. Don't put your own lives at risk. You've given me enough information as it is. I'm, I'm truly thankful. Do you do you know if there's a way to get rid of this Thunder Circle? An effective way, so that they are unable to summon Gorthok? Well, the Stone Circle gets its name from the rituals they perform there. More so than any magical properties it has. So, to starve them, I need to kill them all. All their anchorites. Yeah, at least the anchorites. How many are we speaking? I believe there's three left. Hmm. But these ones are powerful. Yes. Like Moesco. I don't know if Moesco's oh. still at the lighthouse, but... I killed Moesco. We killed Moesco. You killed Moesco? He's been dealt with, yes. It was a hard-fought fight. We will take care of another three Moescos, don't worry. Well, you got to be a bit careful, Shrew. Words got out about your... infliction. Yes. I think the orcs are better prepared. Hmm, magic weapons. Well, I don't know if magic, but I've seen them silvering some of their blades. Hmm, that's not good. Okay, is Ghoul with you? Yes, he's one of the, the five that are with me. Hmm, good, good, good. Okay, I'll make my way. Are you staying with them, the anchorites? No, no, there's too many of us now to, to blend in. 
We're just a few miles southeast by this hollowed out tree. Whereabout are you, Shrew, anyway? How long will you take to get here? I should take around a day. Does that mention of a hollowed out tree ring any bells? It sounds like the tree that you found all the hearts on. Hmm. But that one was not to the southeast of the Circle of Thunder. Listen, word of advice. If you see a tree with hearts, or you hear beating hearts, do not touch anything. Step away from it. Don't interact with it. Just stay away from them. Tricks of the Anchorites. Probably, yes. Hmm. I won't go messing with anything that they've touched. Too many of my brethren have died. I told you that. They only serve their interests. They're, they have no common goal for orcs to unite them. They are just working towards their own interests. They want to take over Fandling, the forest, even Neverwinter they could, and have everyone, orcs included, under a yoke. They must be stopped, and I thank you very much for all your help. Please stay safe, and when we get rid of this problem, we'll, we'll contact you. Very well. I look forward to seeing you soon, soon. We'll lend you our swords to end this gothak. Well, I'm hoping he won't be summoned. That's my plan. I will kill them before they can summon him. Even better. If they summon him, should I call you, or what's the plan? Well, are we going to meet by the this hollowed-out tree? Oh, you want oh you, oh you want to meet now before I go and attack the anchorites? You don't want our help? Yes, yes. I, I thought you were hiding out. I'm sorry. Uh, well, we're hiding out, but if you're going to be here in a day. Yes, I'll meet you by that hollowed out tree. Sit tight. See you soon, Shrew. Bye-bye. Click. I'm going to trust five orcs. There you go again. Doubting good folk. They are helping us. They have no... What if it's a trap? You see Favian reach up and touch the scar that he's got from the, the orc javelin. I know you have your history, Favian, but as I say, time and again, we need all the help we can. And a common enemy makes us friends. Hmm. I... Think there's something up? No, no. You think they're going to lure us into a trap? They've been risking their lives looking out for, for information. What if it's just to get us to lower our guard? Well, we won't lower our guard. <sighs> and say you, Fanna. Oh, I'm not one for diplomacy or politics. If they want to help us, why not? If they betray us, um, we've seen off more orcs than Shrew can wiggle his staff at. Yes, that's right. And anyway, if they wanted to ambush us, they could... We'll find out soon enough. They know where we are now, more or less. Hmm. Well, the, the light's starting to wane. Perhaps we should press on and find somewhere to make camp for the night. Yes, yes, let's find a good spot. Do I still have my whiskers in my ears? Hmm, yes, yes. But look, it's... We're getting to the end of this journey. Soon we'll get rid of this curse. By this time, tomorrow, we'll have reunited with Sister Garel, and the curse will be something to laugh about. Remember when Fenna had those pointy ears and those whiskers? And that tail? And we'll laugh about it over a good sausage and some ales. I hope you're right. I didn't finally find my kin in Nomengard to die aware at. No, no, don't worry. We'll go back there soon enough. I look forward to that day. So do I. And so Shrew Shrubberies continue to press on into the Neverwinter Wood. I'm going to ask you to give me a survival check. Uh, there we go, good start. Two plus three, five. As you guys are walking through the woods, short while passes, you realise that you've almost gone around in a full circle. You've lost about an hour's worth of time. Hmm, damn it. Let's just come here. Let's, let's just come here. We've already wasted an hour. Yeah, there's a little light left. 
Probably a good idea. I still feel a bit newtish. So a short while passes, and Shrew Shrubbery set up camp for the night, tired from their travels, and wary of the dangers that lurk within the Neverwinter Wood. As darkness settles over the forest, you hear the crackling of your campfire. See Fabian leaning against a log, his sword still within arm's reach, seems a little on edge. The sounds of the forest surrounding in on you, the hooting of an owl, the rustling of leaves in the wind, distant calls of nocturnal creatures. The air holds a hint of coolness, adding to the sense of solitude. This deep in the woods, how are you going to take your watches? Shrew will go first, followed by Fena, and last will be Fabian. Fabian is a bit on edge, so let him sleep, sleep it off, and let him relax a bit. We don't need any trigger-happy Fabians taking watch right now. So, Shrew's taking the first watch, yeah? Yeah. Is Shrew doing anything during this watch? Well, remember we found the bow on one of the goblins, I believe, the leader? Yeah, the war rider. I stashed it, but I never... Because it seemed exquisite, you said, but I never investigated it. So I'd like to take a while to look at it and figure out what it is. Okay. So as you take your watch, you notice with the canopy above you, the moon is almost full. It's just a couple of days before the next full moon. You spend some time inspecting this longbow, admiring its exquisite craftsmanship. You learn that it is a plus one longbow. All right, another weapon for Fabian. This magical longbow was crafted by elves. Gives you a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. This longbow has a magical property. Mm. Whilst wielding it, the user can use an action to learn which way is north. Nice. Okay, I keep the bow for now and continue on my watch. So your watch passes. No sense of danger. Your watch has come to an end. I was going to wake up Fena, but instead I go to Fabian and wake him up. Fabian! <clears throat> Surely can't be third watch already. No, no, sorry. I, th- I thought I'd wake you up first. I, I've got something to give you. Better not be a sausage. No, I wish we had more left. We've run out, remember. This is bigger than a sausage. And you've got my attention. <sighs> Look. I was kind of hiding the bow behind me and I now pull it out. We found this on... The Warg Rider. It's an exquisite bow. That it is. It does extra damage. Whilst using it, you can detect north, true north. That would have come in quite handy when we were lost in the woods, Shrew. Hmm, I know. Why are you telling me now? Well, because I just found out about his properties. If you don't want it, I'll just toss it in the fire. I'll take it. Would have been handy against that hag as well. Of course, but now we have it for a big fight against Gorthok, if it gets to that. Hmm. But I thought I'd wake you up. You'd be excited to see it. I am, I am. It's, it's good. It was crafted by elves, I'll have you know. Hmm, elves. Uh, yes, elves. They have those little thing fingers. They, they can tinker and, and create all kinds of wondrous crafts. Beautiful worksmanship in display here. That it is. Probably fetches a high price. Well, after we see off that dragon. Of course. Probably higher than that shitty sword that vendor tried to sell us. <laughs> you still haven't let that no, go, have you? No, no, I never will. In a time of need, Fabian. They turned their backs to us. Oh, she wasn't entirely wrong, was she? Dead, yeah, uh, that's you, besides you, the point. You that's, almost were dead in the woods. That's besides the point. In a time of need, perhaps I wouldn't have been dead in the woods if she had loaned me that sword. Oh, we've Think got a, about that. We've got a better sword now. Indeed we have. And we've been the superior people and haven't shoved it down her throat when we went to her shop it took a lot of discipline but i just walked out (laughs) 
Well, that's not entirely how I remember it, but what can I do? You had a bit of a straw, didn't you? When? When when we went back the second time. Oh, the second time. Yes, that's what I mean. We'd, we didn't well, show did, off our did we go, When did we go back the second time? We went back for some reason or I don't remember. But oh, yes, to get our friends that armor. Or was that the first time? Oh, I'm confused. Forget about it. Just have your watch. You're still quite sleepy, I can see. And I'll... I'll, I'll have my rest. Good night. I wonder how, how our friends are doing. Dad and Norbus. We never bid them farewell. <sighs> Again. I'm sure they'll be fine. They've been through high hell. And they've done pretty well for themselves. I'm sure that little skirmish with orcs hasn't faced them one bit. Well, they weren't particularly good at a fight. No, but they're clever. And they've been with us. They've seen stuff. They are experienced now. They know how to hide, at least. <laughs> yeah, I suppose they've been hiding behind William. Yeah, I'm sure William would have protected them. Because let's be honest, they're not really good at hiding either. No. <laughs> I hope nothing's happened to William. No, no. Took a liking to him. He's a beautiful ox. I'm sure he's fine as well. Uh, well, anyway, Shrew. Uh, get some shut eye. Good night. Good night. So Fabian goes to take his watch, his new longbow in hand. And likewise, his watch passes without anything untoward happening. He goes over to wake Fanna. He notices that she's pouring in sweat. Fanna! Fanna! Is it my turn already? I was having this horrible dream. I dreamt that we, True and I, were rats. That we'd joined this pack. Oh, it was horrible, Fabian. Do you need to keep resting? I don't mind taking a second watch. No, no, I'll, I'll go warm myself by the fire. I'll wake you, I'll wake you and shoo up shortly. And with that, Fenner goes to take a watch. So Fenner's watch ends. She goes over to wake Shrew and Fabian. She notices that Shrew is rather restless. And Shrew's been sleeping. He's found himself wandering alone in a dark and mysterious forest. With ancient trees looming ominously overhead. The moon full and haunting, casting an eerie glow through the dense canopy adding to the unsettling atmosphere. Anxiety tinges the air, as if unseen eyes were watching him at every move. The full moon reaches its zenith. A sudden surge of pain grips Shrew's body, causing him to double over in agony. Bones cracked and shifted, muscles spasming and contorting as a terrible transformation overtakes him. Shrew opens his mouth to scream, but his cries are twisted into guttural, animal-like howls. First starts to sprout from his skin, as if some cursed seed has taken root deep within him. His hands elongating into sharp claws, his body twisted into a hunch and grotesque form his face stretching to a snout, revealing rows of razor-sharp fangs protruding from his mouth. He starts to feel a fear consuming his being. The sudden realization that he's becoming a were-rat, a creature of darkness and decay, of deceit, as his mind blurs and a primal hunger surges within overriding all sense of reason and compassion. He can slowly feel his humanity slipping away, 
now replaced by an instinct to hunt and to kill. Under the moon's chilling gaze, this newly transformed Whereat stands where Shrew was and starts scurrying for the forest. The senses heighten to a painful degree. Aware of every rustle of leaves, every distant sound, every scent that is carried on the wind. The forest seems to close in around him, almost suffocating him with his oppressive presence. Haunted by a profound sense of isolation and despair, Shrew seems to be desperately seeking solace, but finds none. Almost as if the full moon is mocking his transformation, as he reveals his monstrous self in all its grotesque glory. Each passing moment feels like an eternity, trapped within a nightmare that refuses to release its hold. The darkest corners of the forest, whispers echo, carrying tales of Shrew, the cursed were-rat in his existence. Legends will speak of his insatiable hunger and the atrocities he commits under the moon's watchful eye. Forever trapped between this world and the animal realm. Forever to roam the forest. Forever a prisoner of this monstrous, deceitful nature. Forever tormented by the terrifying nightmare has now become Shrew's life. Shrew! 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 No! No! This... This will not be my legacy! Fena! Fena, where are you? Fena! Come closer! I'm here, Shrew, what's wrong? This will not be... What is this? remembered. I'm aware, rat. I've been transformed. It's too, it's too late. It's too late, Fenner. Fenner. What is he on about? I don't know. He's. I think he's having a bad dream again. Sorry. And Fagin grabs his flask and splashes water all over Shrew's <laughs> face. Snap out of Shrew. Thank you. Sorry, I'm sweating. Oh, give me yeah. some water. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not going to throw it on me this time. I, I drink some. No, no. So, I, I was aware it. Uh, my, my. I was lost. Lost to this curse. This is not what I'll be remembered for. We need to get going. We need to put this curse to rest. And make it right. This cannot be. I lost you. I lost everyone. Oh, we're here now, Shrew. I know. Good. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was real. I suppose the curse is taking its hold now. I'm glad. I'm glad it was just that a nightmare. But if this is a promise of things to come, we can't allow it to happen. We won't. We'll get Sister Gorel. We won't let it happen. It's a fate. Worse than death. Let's go. So Shrew Shrubberies are pushing on to the Circle of Thunder then, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Uh, firstly, though, to the Hollow Oak, the Hollowed Out Tree, to look for our friends the Yorks. So Shrew Shrubberies continue to press into the woods. Fabian turns to you. If you don't mind, I'll take the lead today. Don't want to be going around in circles again. Well, I'll have you know I am the druid. Well, you have that bow now. Fine, fine. Go on. Just going to go scout up a little bit ahead. 20, 30 feet. I'll be within range. Sure. I'll, I'll stay back here with Fenna. But follow, though. 
Yes, yes, Mal, staying 20 feet away from you. Without Fabian moves, good 20, 30 feet ahead of the rest of you. His bow in hand, now notched, seems a little on edge. True. Yes? Fabian seems a little tightly wound today. Yes, I was I was thinking the same thing. I, he was already yesterday. I thought a good sleep would would make him better, but something's something's amiss. Hmm. Give me a perception check. Total of five. Do you think perhaps it's because he's not one of us? Sorry? Oh, he's not one of us. A at you mean? Yes. Why? Why would that have him in a huff? Perhaps he's feeling left out. <laughs> I don't... I don't mean to be rude, but that sounds ridiculous, Fenna. Well, we're not, we're not taking any damage, and he was turned into a newt yesterday. He could have died. No. Died? It was just a polymorph. He was fine, I squashed him, and he popped back into Fabian. Uh, hold on, let's close the gap. Wait, wait, be, What? Leave, leave some space. Space? For what? Perhaps we should form our own pack. Oh, what do you mean? We are shoes rubberies. We already are a pack. Yes, but a pack of rats. Fenna, what is wrong with you? I think we should... Fenna. We should make him join us. Fenna, do you hear yourself? Fabian? Shh, shroom. Fabian, I need you here. No, don't, don't call him. Fenna, what, what's going on? Are you feeling well? No, I felt better. Hmm. I can feel this power taking taking over me. If Fabian joined us, we'd be unstoppable, sure. None of us would take any damage in battle. We could defeat the orcs, could defeat the dragon, <laughs> could even take over Fandolin ourselves. <laughs> Fabian! I need your help here a second. I found some clues to where we're headed. Please make your way over as soon as possible. Look, Fenna. And Fabian turns and starts running towards you, looking a little concerned. Fenna. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 it's okay. We are all part of the same group, as you well put it. Uh, the same pack. But does she look more ratty today? Give me another perception check. Ten. As you're looking at her carefully, you notice that her eyes have a reddish hue to them today. What's all that rockers about? You, you're going to give away our position. It's okay. What, what's wrong with you, Fabian? Why are you... Why are you so eager to to draw your bow and ready an arrow? Why are you so eager to fight? Are you expecting trouble? Well, there's three Moescos here. I don't want to be turned into a newt again, and uh, I'm worried. About what? That last battle, I was no bloody good, was I? I spent half of it cowering under a bloody table as a newt. (laughs) Yes, that's that's true, that's true. But Fian, don't let my... (laughs) Don't let my teasing get to you. I thought you understood our dynamic. I just tease you because it's funny, but... Yeah, but you you were right. No, I wasn't right. You were just... You and Fenner are invincible, and invincible. I was a newt. Invincible? We're about to turn into were-rats and lose every semblance of our persons. We won't be Shrew and Fenner anymore. This isn't a gift, this is a curse. Still. We, we, we don't take damage. We don't take damage from normal attacks. We been, take damage from magic attacks. We've been falling off cliffs and... Taking stabs to the chest and arrows and all sorts of things. I'd rather die from a stab in the chest than forever live as a were-rat, Fabian. This is not a gift, it is a curse. And you're not useless. You were turned by a hag that we had no business fighting, using magics. You would have come around eventually. How many times have you had our back? How many times have you fought valiantly and dealt the killing blows? We've, We've progressed. 
We've got stronger with time. I don't want to hear this nonsense about being useless now. You were useless when you were gallivanting in Leylon. A simple guard. You're not useless now. You're an adventurer. You're parts of shrewd shrubberies. <laughs> and together we're going to kill the dragon. All these orcs will be dealt with. We'll take care of the god boar. And we'll put all this nasty episode behind us. Roll a persuasion check. Twelve. Afi, you're just being too kind. I killed your steed. <laughs> I you fell did. in those holes. Now it got turned to goddamn newt. And what have I done? I got killed by thorny bushes that kind of attacked me from afar. And I, I was there, left to die if it weren't for you guys. Left to die in a gutter by the road. I couldn't convince Surtas of anything. We've been over this. Dungeon died because of me. I couldn't save the poor orc that lost her head. But we learn. We grow. We're getting stronger. We... We are not perfect. We are not heroes. Yet. We aren't legendary. But we will be. One day. Oh, you're right. It's a process, Fabian. We'll have good days. We'll have bad days. As long as we stick together. And have our backs. We'll be fine. Don't second-guess yourself. None now. What did you tell me when I second-guessed myself? Oh, it's been so long ago now, I can't recall. That it served no good. Now is a time of bravery, of sticking together, and of doing what we need to. It serves us no good to second-guess ourselves. And you've been doing just fine up to now. Can I have a word with you in private? Fena, do you mind? Are you saying that uh, I should shave my head? Do what you must to get over this. But get over this soon, because today we are in for a big fight. Let me have a word with you in private, Fenna, if you don't mind. You see Fenna look at you and sort of shrug her shoulders and tilt her head towards Fabian as she breaks a wry smile and she starts nodding her head. Yes, yes, Fenna, yes. We'll talk about that later. Do you think it's a good idea to leave Fenna alone? It's just to the side. We're not going ten miles down the road. Just here. Just come to the side. And as I pull from his arm and move him away, I, I whisper now. I am. I'm worried about Fenna. She seems normal to me today. Oh, no. She's talking crazy talk, Fen Fabian. She wants to bite you. She wants to turn you into a were-rat. Perhaps that's not the worst idea in the world. Didn't you hear me this morning, when I woke up? I too thought like you and Fenna back there, but Fenna is starting to worry me. But I thought that maybe we could harness the power of the were-rats. She, she did wake up in a cold sweat last night when I woke her up. Yeah, she was probably afflicted by a nightmare too, but... She's talking crazy. She's talking about starting our own pack, Fabian. Turning you into a were-rat. Nothing good will come of this. We cannot control it. We will lose our humanity. I've felt it. I've seen it. I've lived it in my dream. My nightmare. We need to get rid of this curse. It's too close. Tomorrow night we'll be were-rats for good. And I'm afraid Fenna is already turning. What do we do about Fenna? We can't do anything but watch your back. Oh, thanks for the heads up. Um... Do you think she's going to suspect something? We're sort of here, a little awkwardly on the side of the road. Oh, I'm sure she will. I tell her I'm trying to slowly convince you of becoming a were-rat, of your own volition. I tell her that we are friends and we should not trick each other and force any of us to do anything we don't want to. So I tell you, I'm talking to you. I'm warming you up to the idea. You think she's going to buy that? I don't know. We'll see. We have no other option. The last thing we need is to turn on ourselves before we fight the Thunderball. I've got an idea. I'm going to give you my flask. What flask? My water skin. 
Okay. And you can splash it on me. What for? Well, it'll seem like you're snapping me out of it. Out of what? The little meltdown I've just had. Oh, okay. So this is... The talk is the meltdown. Is that what you're saying? I think it's probably safer than lying to her. Although we kind of are in a way, but it's closer to the truth. Okay. Give me the flask. No, I'll use mine. It doesn't make sense that you pass me your flask to splash water on you. I'll use mine. I take my, my flask and I just splash. <laughs> and I smack him for good measure across the face. <laughs> that was my idea. That was a little ad-lib I added there. I think it sells the point a better. That's not what we discussed. Well, hopefully it does wake you up for real. <sighs> and I turn around and I go back to Fenna. Anyway, Fenna, everything sorted, all is well. Is Fabian okay? Yes, he was just having a little episode there, as you heard, but he's fine now. I told you, he's strange today. Yes, a bit strange. We all are feeling a bit strange, aren't we? Just a tad. Think about what I said. No, (laughs) I will not think about what you said, Fenna. You think about what you're saying, yourself, and snap out of it. I'll have to smack you and throw water at you as well. Actually, I think I am. You and I there. splash water on Fen and slap her across the face also. Shrew, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that for? Snap out of it, damn it. Snap it, out of what? This is not the time. What's the time for what? To be turning on ourselves. Who's turning on who? You, you, we need to hurry. Give me a perception check. 17. You notice that our eyes are no longer red. Fena, you are turning... I had a horrible dream last night. Probably similar to yours. Dreaming I was lost in the woods. That actually transformed. I could feel my bones splintering and cracking. We need to get to the Circle of Thunder. We need to Sister Garel. Yes. I hate to think what's happening to poor old Bernie. Oh, yes. We need to hurry. That's, that's true. Let, let's get going. If I start talking nonsense at any point... Well, that... Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Nonsense about where at isms and turning other people or whatever it may be. Why would we turn on other people? If I do, just smack me. Wake me up. Okay. Rattle me around. Do what you have to. But don't let me talk that kind of nonsense. Will do. Is Fabian okay now? Yes, yes. He's better. Let's go. And so Shrew Shrubbies continue their march towards the Circle of Thunder. I'm going to ask you to give me a survival check. <sighs> Not rolling very well today again, and that's a total of five. Five on your survival. You spend about an hour walking. You catch a glimpse of the sun breaking through the canopy above you. You realize that you veered north instead of northeast. Fabian, I thought you were going to lead us. thought you weren't going to get lost, as you said. And here we are, veering north instead of northeast. You haven't used your bow. Perhaps it's the bow that's taken us north. We are supposed to go northeast. Oh, well, that would have been good to know. Then why were you leading? I thought we were going in the right direction. Well, at least it's half, right? We don't have much time to spare. Let's, let's hurry up. So you make your corrections. And you start traveling east now. East by north. Sort of to counter the last hour that you've just spent going strictly north. And after a few hours, the woods seem to become a little thinner here. You can now see clearly up to the sky. You see that there's a number of dark clouds brewing. As you're staring down this path that you've been walking, you see in the distance a clearing. You get a sense of foreboding emanating from this large, hollowed-out tree that you can see. You can just make out its weathered exterior. 
bearing the scars of its age, its bark cracked and grey. Give me a perception check. We'll say with advantage because there's three of you. Total of 19. As you're looking towards this tree, you catch a glimpse of a flickering light of a campfire casting eerie shadows across the floor as the skies turn darker with the clouds. The air seems heavy with the smell of smoke from the fire mixed in with a faint tang of acid. As you start focusing around the tree, it's about 100 feet away from you at the moment. You see what appears to be number of bodies on the floor. You can also see a number of weapons laying scattering around. This tree seems to have been borne witness to a scene of destruction recently. There's an eerie stillness, broken only by the faint creaking of branches above, the occasional rustle of leaves, and the crackle of the fireplace. You see what I'm seeing, Shrew? Do you think those are... Do you think that's Morkub? I don't know what that smell is familiar. That acrid smell, the smell of acid, reminds me of those insectoids that we had to fight outside of the loggers' camp. Oh, yeah. Glad you mentioned it. We need to tread carefully. If I recall correctly, they burst through the, through the floor last time. Yes, and they reacted to our footsteps. Do I see from here, and do I clearly see it's the orcs? They do appear to be orcs. Do I recognize any of them? Not from this distance. You rolled a 19, yeah, on perception? Yeah. You can count a total of five bodies. You would have known that there was five plus Murkob. I take out my stone of sending. I speak through it. Murkob! Do you hear me? Give me a perception check. 14. You almost hear your voice echo coming from somewhere within the scene of destruction in front of you. Stay here. I will be right back. I want to try and stealth across and not make noise using my elven boots that don't make noise. Okay. I want to try and stealth over to the bodies. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to blind roll with advantage. You start making your way quietly. Carefully making no sound. Stepping over the roots and rocks. You see that there's apparent signs of violence. You're now well amongst it all. You can see that strewn across the uneven ground. It seems to have been disturbed. The lifeless bodies of five orc warriors. Their skin mottled with blackened burns. What's left of their leather armor burned through. The weapons laying scattered. Covered in this acidic goop. These once fearsome, crude, orcish weapons now twisted and burnt, testament to the devastating power that's been unleashed upon them. What's true doing? What an unnecessary waste of life. Yet again, yet again, because of me. I rummage through Murkob's pockets to see if I find the Stone of Sending. Roll an investigation. 17. You're searching for these bodies. You don't see Murkob. But there's five. There's five. You do, however, find in the broken earth that seems to have been erupted. The stone ascending. I pick it up. Do I see Gruul? You do. Is the hollowed out tree near me? Yes. I'd like to cast Speak with Plants. You'd be so kind to remind us what that does. Alright, I imbue plants within 30 feet of me with limited sentience and animation, giving them the ability to communicate with you and follow your simple commands. You can question plants about events in the spells area within the past day gaining information about creatures that have passed weather and other circumstances. So you're casting this on the tree, yeah? Yeah. Hello, friend. Wise tree, what is your name? You see the tree start to twist. Its branches start moving. You see almost a face start to appear in its bark. Hello. Hello. What is your name? My name is Doku. 
Uh, nice to meet you, Doku. I have a few questions for you, if you don't mind me asking. Go ahead. Have you seen an orc similar to the poor chaps that are lying down here, motionless, recently? In these parts of the woods, orcs are common. Yes, I mean recently. With these orcs that died here, did you see one that survived? There were six. Yes. Did you see one leave? What direction did he leave? Yes, one got away. Terrible creatures. From the earth they came. So sorry to rush you, but which, which way did he go? He went that way. And he stretches one of his branches, pointing north. How long ago, more or less? Recently? Nighttime? Was the moon up? It was dark. <laughs> the moon was almost full. Hmm, yes, that's the problem. Okay, friend, Doku. You have been of great service. I bid you farewell, and hopefully you don't get bored around here. You have been here for many centuries. Fantastic. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Thank you. Do I have to go back towards Fabian and Fenna to start going north? You wouldn't necessarily have to go back towards Fenna and Fabian. They could come to you and you make your way north. The direction that Doku pointed towards doesn't appear to be a path. It leads directly through the woods. And how far away are Fenna and Fabian from me? A hundred feet. Do you think I could toss something a hundred feet? You can try, but you wouldn't know that a hundred feet is sizable ask, particularly for a halfling. Yeah, I know my own strengths and throwing stuff isn't one of them. Okay, I want to head back to Fabian and Fenna as quietly as I came. Actually, from here, can I make a quick investigation to see if I see any of those bug-like creatures dead on the floor, any corpses from them? Any indication to where they may have buried into and if they are not around, where they may have disappeared into? Okay, roll an investigation. Twelve. You see a number of spots where the earth's been disturbed. You recall that these creatures had a way of popping out of the ground and then burrowing back into it. From the surface, you can't really tell where exactly they've gone. You also recall that as they burrowed their way back into the earth, they'd almost cover their tracks, backfilling with the earth that they were digging out, sort of covering their escape. You do, however, find a trail of footprints leading north. I raise my hand and gesture to Fena and Fabian to come towards me. And with the other hand, I kind of do like a motion, an up and down motion as he's indicating quietly, you know, come towards me quietly. Okay, give me a stealth check for them then, because we're going to know the results straight away. You don't need to do this blind. 19 for both of them. Nice. You'll be pleased to know as well that your blind stealth was there, an 18. Ooh, nice. Good thing you had an advantage as well, because otherwise it would have been a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Did they make their way quietly over to you? What have you found, you? There's Murk up there. No, Murkub has fled. I, I picked up his tracks. Gurub is here. Poor, poor guy died and the rest of their friends, but Murkub is alive. We need to go after him. How convenient. I know it looks bad, but they unfortunately came across these beasts. We know what they're like. We almost shared their same fate. What was up with that tree as well? It almost seemed to move. I was speaking to it. I, I asked him if he had seen an orc survive and where he had headed to, and the tree told me north. But I think we need to go after him. Hmm. Let's go. You sure about this? Yes, I'm sure. I know he has not betrayed us or his friends. 
He's surviving. He's helped us. And we can't turn our backs on him now, after all of this. Which way are we going then, True? North, through that thicket of woods over there. Okay then. Give me a survival check. Twelve. So you start making your way through the thick forest here. It's relatively easy to follow the path that Murkup took. Give me a perception check with advantage. Wow. Two twos. Um, <laughs> hold on. I had inspiration, right? Yeah, you've got one left. I just want to use it. Bit of a waste, but... Total of 19. Much better. As you're following this path, you're hearing a number of voices. And what you now recognize to be orcish. They seem quite animated. They don't seem that far away. How many am I picking up? How many voices? You're picking up seven voices. <sighs> what is going on? Do I see where they're coming from? Or how far they would be? The forest is really thick here. You haven't seen any movement. But these orcs are being quite loud. They're quite animated. At best estimates, they sound about 250 to 300 feet away from you. Somewhere in the vicinity to your right, which would put them east. I turn to Fenanthian. Keep your voices down, I hear. Orcs in the direction where the Circle of Thunder should be. But we've gone north. Yes, but I hear them east. Let's approach cautiously and quietly. Let's see if we can get a better view of what lies behind the trees. I want to walk up to the commotion I'm hearing quietly. All three of you doing this, or just Shrew? Actually, let me go by myself first. I will signal you. Keep an eye out. Actually, here. And I hand them the Stone of Sending. I'll contact you and let you know what's going on. I want to stealth by myself that way. Okay, so roll with advantage. Total of 13. So you make your way through the thick forest, across the uneven ground. You suddenly find yourself rising up to a ridge. Below you, you see the 60-foot wide, 10-foot deep gully. You see a number of hulking orcs, six to be precise. They're running northeast, led by what you now know to be an anchorite. Do I see Murkub among them? Give me an investigation. Nine. At this distance and in this light, with a number of trees between you as well, it's difficult for you to see the features. You can't tell if Murkub is there or not. They seem very animated. Weapons in hand. We're going towards the northeast, you said. Sorry, I meant northwest. Away from the storm circle. Yeah. Fena Fabian. They seem to be running away from the stone circle. Animated. With weapons in hand. I don't see Murkum. I'm not that close. I'm gonna... They'll be passing by us soon. I'm gonna stay here and see what I can see. I want to stay there. I don't want to be in direct path from where I see they're running towards. But I want to stay hidden and try and overhear anything. See if I see Murkub. See what I can learn from this. Stay hidden. Stay low and be silent. Okay then. I'm gonna ask you to give me a blind stealth check for Fabian and Fenner. Okay, give me a perception check. 13. As you're keeping a watch on this band of orcs, you're listening out to what they're shouting. There seems to be one word in particular that's repeated over and over. You recall that you've got your orcish common dictionary on you. Yeah, can I look it up? Yeah. You start thumbing through the pages, nervously, but quietly, trying to make sure that you're not spotted, even though... You suspect that with the rockers they're making, they wouldn't hear the frantic turning of the pages. After what seems like an eternity, but it's only been a few seconds, you find that word. As you reference it, you see that the translation reads, Traitor. Ooh, shit. And I cast Erupt in Earth. 
And that's what we're going to call the session. (laughs) (laughs) How far away are Finn and Fabian from me? About 190 feet. So much? You went 200 feet, and then there was a 60 foot gap. Cool. You're going to have to catch up. Yeah, there's no option. They're going down. (laughs) Another episode, another cliffhanger. Yeah. The way I see it, though, is they were led by an anchorite, I remember you saying. Yeah. So this is a separated anchorite from the rest of them. The rest didn't seem like anchorites, so maybe I can take one of the, these strong Moesco-type fellows first, and when we actually reach the stone circle, I have less to deal with. Who's a traitor, I wonder? Hmm. <laughs> Morkub, no doubt. Perhaps we'll be discussing today's episode in more detail on our Buy Me A Coffee page. So if you want to know a little bit more about Shrew's plan of action and about what we think is going on, be sure to visit us at www.i2td.com. We've got links to all our good stuff there, our social media feeds, our YouTube, and of course our Buy Me A Coffee page where you can become a member to support us and get access to these bonus episodes where we reflect on the episode that's just being played. You can also opt to buy us a potion there as a one-off donation or any of the items that you've seen in previous episodes. We'll make sure to give you a shout-out on Twitter and in the actual episode as well. Yeah, that's your chance to join the adventure and be a part of the stories we tell. If you cannot donate, don't worry, because you can still help us by leaving a comment or a review in your podcast player of choice. That helps us tremendously too, so thanks for that. And that brings us on to Twitter Twitter, my new favourite part of our show. (laughs) You've turned your back on the last one standing. Your previous favourite part of the show. Yeah, I still enjoy that. (laughs) So what do we have today? Got a couple of questions. Got a couple of challenges as well. There's a challenge I want to acknowledge yet again that (laughs) I'm going to have to try and do next episode. The 20 words or less challenge for Shrew whilst having conversations. It's hard to do because Shrew likes to talk likes to hear his own voice so i haven't been able to do it this time round. i'll try next one maybe when it's a fight <laughs> I, I can talk less yeah that's a that's an easy one hmm. well yeah we've got a, a question from valerie on our discord and i think it's in reference to the photo we shared asking for questions and challenges where we shared a photo of many moons ago hmm. one where we both had more hair and valerie asks how long have we both been friends actually i haven't thought it i haven't worked it out but there's some curious <laughs> some curious twilight zone scenarios surrounding us grab a seat grab a seat it's gonna be a long one <laughs> <laughs> now i've we've known each other to answer the question quickly we've known each other let's work it out <laughs> <laughs> we're that old <laughs> so officially we've known each other since 1998 that's how many years 25 years huh? <laughs> Yeah, that's more than half our lives. So, yeah, we go back a long time. But, <laughs> unofficially, we've known each other since much longer because there's some, like, photographic evidence of both of us being in the same place together, like, literally next to each other. Yeah, we won a basketball championship together. Well, yeah, we won a <laughs> basketball, and, and that's when we already knew each other. Did we? <laughs> that, yeah, that, and we have no recollection of ever playing in the same basketball team. Yet we have the same trophy, 
we won the same league in the same yeah. year. <laughs> we had the same trainers, the same teammates, but we can't remember each other. I think we were, maybe we were merged as one person. Yeah, at some point we were merged. I seem to recall your dad saying that he used to get confused with you and me when yeah. he used to go watch the games. Yeah. So yeah, some Twilight-esque scenarios going on, but officially we know each other for 25 years. Yeah, and unofficially, even beyond that, because beyond the basketball, I mean, because I seem to recall there being a video as well. Yeah, that's what I was saying, a video on a play when we were in first school, so around, what, four, five, six years old? Yeah. And we were in a play together. He was a frog, I was a frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so offic- unofficially we've known each other for longer, but from recollection, around 25 years. Yeah, literally almost our entire lives. Yeah, yeah. Did you also go to Auntie Marushi's nursery? No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heard of her, but no. I used to live further away. Ah, yeah, it's from true. That area. Yeah, yeah. That w- that's another issue. That for quite a large chunk of our childhood, we literally lived in the same estate, like the yeah, same housing blocks. Estate. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I hope that answers your question, Valerie. We also have a question from Bardock Jones, and he asks if we could be any D and D class in real life, what would we be, and why? I'm gonna pass over the the question to you first. <laughs> Okay, so let's stick to the player's handbook. So okay, it would be between bard and druid. Druid because, you know, I like nature and I like animals and all that. So it would be cool to be able to, you know, defend the forest and speak with animals and all that kind of stuff. Turn into animals. Be cool. And bard because, I mean, who doesn't want to live the life of a bard? At the end of the day, traveling, <laughs> playing songs. Yeah. You know, having fans. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably... My too as well. The idea of speaking with animals does appeal, as does being able to shapeshift and so on. Yeah. Quite curious about the whole speaking with plants bit as well. Yeah, that would be interesting. And as you say, Bard, I mean, we are both musicians, so... That's a dream. That was the dream. The dream we never were able to achieve. Not quite. We've done all right as a semi-professional... Uh, yeah. We've done all right within where we live in a small yeah. community, but... You know. I'll throw one more into the mix as well. Quite like the idea of being a sorcerer. With that kind of wild magic? Yeah, wild magic. That's dangerous though. You know, living life on the edge. Yeah. Being able to pull from the weave and not know exactly what's going to happen. Exciting. Exciting and dangerous. And there's also monk. There's also monk. Don't think I'd fancy being a monk or a cleric or a paladin. No. Or a warlock. Not for me. Fighter, yeah. Well, it could be quite cool, but that's definitely uh, playing with fire. Yeah, depends who you make your pact with. And barbarian, I mean, barbarian would be cool as well. Carefree, uh, if if we play as a trope, right? So carefree, blissfully ignorant, and you know, just yeah, not having to worry about anything. Yeah, loving life, freedom. Mm, that does sound appealing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I'll say overall druid. Yeah, I think on balance, I'm gonna go with druid as well. Two druids. Defending the forests. Yeah. From abominations and uh, aberrations and all that kind of thing. Hopefully, we won't get lycanthropy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, not. And we've got two challenges as well. Oof. Not looking forward to these. No, the first one, Bardock has asked us to talk to each other in pirate until the first one laughs. Yeah, that one's not that bad. I'm not looking, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to the, the next one. Yeah, the second one is from 
Neil. Neil. Good friend Neil. Yeah, he wants to know who which one of us can down a fizzy drink of our choice in one go. <laughs> I don't think any of us can. So what we're gonna do is we, it's gonna be a race. Whoever, I mean, whoever lasts longer wins the point. So as a reminder, it's one-one for now. Yeah. So shall we start with the fizzy drink or shall we start with a pirate talk? Hmm. I mean, if we start with the fizzy drink, the pirate one's gonna be harder. So yeah, perhaps we should. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, so our beverage of choice, and unfortunately we're not sponsored by them. No, that would be immense. Is Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola light. Coca-Cola normal. Y Coca-Cola. Nice homie. That's a total ripoff of... What's it called? I can't remember the name, but we'll link it in the description of this episode. Yeah, you might have heard of him. He makes funny songs using funny clips. So is this just a straight-off downing race then? Yeah, whoever lasts longer, you can't stop. You can't like purse your lips and not drink. You have to carry on drinking until you can't drink no more. Oh no, these are these annoying, yeah, the new undetouchable caps. caps. Yeah, and I loathe them. And these, obviously, the thing is that this gives you a lot of gas. Yeah. So prepare <laughs> for explosions. <laughs> and we're in a very small, very yeah. hot. Yeah. Laundry room. Yeah. Well, here goes nothing. Cheers. Cheers on the count of three. So are we going on three or three and then we go? Three and then we go. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> yes! The winner! Slow and steady wins the race. Well, I think we should have changed the, <laughs> no, the you ruling. Can, you can't change the rules now. <laughs> that's your we'll, fault, Neil. We'll, we'll leave it up to the listeners. Who would win? The one that's drunk the most? Or the one that went the longest? Because clearly the disadvantage is <laughs> for the one that drunk the most. Yeah, but you did say the first one to stop. Yeah, but we didn't think... And, that, and I, didn't, I didn't stop drinking. We didn't think that through, though. Oh, this is nice and refreshing. Yeah, much needed, actually. So thanks, Neil. So we'll say after that, it's 2-1 for Nick. Yeah, because I could have carried on drinking, technically. Yeah, technically, I would have won in t if Nick wouldn't have been able to carry on, but we wouldn't know. So for next time we do this kind of challenge, whoever drinks the most wins. So that leads us to the next challenge, the Pirate Talk Challenge. We'll just start as soon as we can. Whoever laughs first loses. So uh, I mean, should should we do this just as random ad-lib or shall we pull up some pirate jokes nah, we have to... random ad-lib well then me hearty Arr, I pass on the, the baton to you you want me to speak is it you yellow livered yellow bellied landlubber War, who are you calling a landlubber you, you peg leg I'm not a peg leg I have a peg d if that's what you're asking is that gonna make the cut I don't know. I'm just trying to make well, <laughs> yeah, yar, matey. Arr, arr. I haven't laughed you yet. Laughed. That was a laugh. Uh, that was a that was weird a laugh. chuckle, matey. Well, a chuckle is a laugh. Well, it wasn't a full laugh. No, no. The rules, me hearty. Well, the first what one rules? to laugh. I order a parlay. I'm just having fun now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it three one to me. Damn it! We need more challenges. I need to catch up. That brings us on. To the last one standing, the end of the episode club. You know what to do. 
We're not going to repeat it again and again and again. Just use it in a witty comment and we will laugh as we give you today's password, which is... Treason. Treason. Ooh. As a traitor. As a traitor. As Morkob. And also as the tree I talked to. Why is a tree a traitor? Tree. It's in the name, tree. It's not a traitor, but it's in... Oh, treason. Oh, yes, that's quite clever. (laughs) It's in reference to the tree as well. Yeah. I just made that up. Who has Mokab betrayed? Has he betrayed True? Or has he betrayed the Anchorites? You'll have to wait and tune in next week to find out. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So farewell for this week. And we hope to catch you again as we delve into into the dungeon. dungeon. We find ourselves deep in the Neverwinter Wood. El deep es da un poco in sin andar, ¿no? Depends how dirty your mind is, ¿no? With a fem. Oh, coño.